It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, you tuned in to another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And this week, since Thanksgiving's over, we spent some time with our loved ones, our friends, our family. We sat down and actually shared what we're truly thankful for. Magic is now coming to Disney On Demand. That's right, with the holiday season officially kicked off and around the corner, and coming up very soon is our very merry Christmas editions. Here at Disney On Demand, we have magic coming to the show this week. That's right, ABC's Once Upon a Time has that spark of magic, that spark of fun, and we have none other than Megan Ori, yes, Red and Ruby, from ABC's Once Upon a Time stopping in here at the show this week. Megan's going to stop in and talk about Once Upon a Time playing the roles of Red and Ruby on that show and what's coming up for the Season 2 Climax and the popularity and the future of Once Upon a Time. In addition, we have the D-Team back once again with all kinds of signature segments for you. We have Jamie back with the Artist Corner as he's going to delve into a little more about Disney's sketch artists this week with a little bit of news, some holiday fun, and that look into the animators, the sketch artists, and the artwork that made the Disney company famous. We also have Tony back with Disney by the Numbers. That's right, Tony is back once again with the top five things you didn't know about. And we have Jason delving deep and into the vault as this week he's going to bring us another classic edition from the Disney Library. Now our D-Team member from Down Under, Lexi, is taking this show off as she was preparing for all of her finals, exams, and everything else, and we wish her the best of luck as she is wrapping up this session in her college courses. So good luck to you, Lexi, and we'll hear you next week here at the show. So there's all kinds of fun lined up as magic is officially coming here at Disney On Demand. So since that is the case, let's hop into our version of our VW Bug, much like Emma Swan, and let's kick off show number 26 for Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. Be right back, all of you D-heads.
September 30th. The curse is broken. So what do we do now? In the battle of good versus evil, there is a new weapon. Here she is. Magic is coming to the town of Storybrooke. What's happening? Let's find out. And there's no telling what will be unleashed. I will not let this stand. Promise me you won't give in to your hate. Time. The season premieres Sunday, September 30th at 8, 7 central. Envelope to Davis and Kirk. Right down that. You know, Walt Disney once set up Disneyland. It will never be completed as long as there is imagination left in the world. And that holds true for Walt Disney World as well. 
There are always new and exciting dreams being turned into reality around here. Walt believed in keeping guests informed with his many progress reports on his weekly ABC series. And now in that tradition, this Christmas, we'd like to take you on a little progress report of Walt Disney World. Folks, grab your hard hats because there's an awful lot of construction going on around here. Let's get started right now, okay? Tinkerbell, a little magic, please. We're on board the beautiful Empress Lily Riverboat, which will serve as the anchor for six acres of fantastic adventures. Right over there is Pleasure Island, or at least that will be Pleasure Island in the middle of next year. Legend has it that a sailmaking empire once stood here, but now Disney Imagineers are hard at work restoring this abandoned waterfront into an adventure-filled island brimming with wondrous creations. Like one-of-a-kind nightclubs with entertainment as far-flung as outrageous comedy and magic, to country and western, to 50s and 60s music, jazz, and more. There are fantastic eateries, markets filled with treasures from around the world, and even a rock and roller rink for land lovers and sailors alike to enjoy. Hey, and it's all happening right here at Pleasure Island. Huh? Now, for a really big splash, Tinkerbell! Tinkerbell! I'm sitting here in the middle of this 56-acre water park. Of course, it may not look like it now, but in early 1989, this place will be filled with water here at Typhoon Lagoon. Nine twisting and turning water slides and roaring streams up to 400 feet long, rushing down a volcanic mountain will be just part of the fun. It's here that guests can loll in the sun or splash around on the best surf east of Hawaii, thanks to the world's largest wave-making machine. And for a real adventure, there's even snorkeling in a tropical reef, where you can come face-to-face -face with exotic fish and even shark! Get away! Get, get away! Nasty shark. I got it with my fin, though. Of course, if you'd like to relax a bit, welcome to the Grand Floridian Hotel! Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-ay. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine heading my way. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-ay. Mr. Bluebird on my shoulder. It's the truth, it's actual, everything is satisfactual. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. Wonderful feeling, wonderful day. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. Wonderful feeling, wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine coming my way. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine heading my way, Mr. Bluebird on my shoulder. It's the truth, it's actual, everything is satisfactual. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. Wonderful feeling, wonderful day. It's Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. 
Alright all of you D-heads, so we're back once again for another magical installment here at Disney On Demand. And now that Thanksgiving is over, you may wonder why we had such a long break in between shows. Well, there's a couple of different things in the works. One is we're working on our official iPhone and Droid app here at the show that should be available in the next couple of days. And second is, we decided to sit back and spend time with family. Nothing is more important than spending time with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and your children during Thanksgiving and this holiday season. So instead of rushing out and getting a new show out for all of you D-heads, we figured, sit back, enjoy, you're not going to miss anything, and make those more important memories with your family. It is more important to make those memories and those connections with your family than it is for you to rush out and listen to our show. So thank you for hanging in there and uh, getting back with us here this week. So it is show 26. We are one week away from kicking off our very merry Christmas editions here at the show. And we have the beautiful, the gorgeous, red and ruby Megan Ori from Once Upon a Time stopping in here at the show very soon. We also have a variety of different things in Disney news this week. So I'm going to get started right away. But first, you heard me hint at it. Coming up in the next couple of days, we are officially going to have an iPhone and Droid app for all of you to listen to. Now, this is a very interactive app that we're going to have for all of you. It is going to have everything from news feeds, Twitter feeds, linked to Facebook. You can listen to the show right there. You can interact. You can submit news. You can contact us, read about the D-Team, and more, all from this app. And best of all, this app is 100% free. It is going to be free for you to use, free for you to download and listen to Disney On Demand on the go. You can stay connected with all of our social media, our news feeds, and more, and enjoy Disney On Demand right from your mobile device. So we'll keep you posted. It is going to be in the stores very soon. It has already been submitted and up for review, so it should be up very soon. So let's just jump right into Disney news this week, and let's talk about Lucille Bliss, the voice of Smurfette and Cinderella's Anastasia, which started her career as she passed away a couple of weeks ago at age 96. Now, Lucille Bliss is best known for Smurfette and Anastasia from Cinderella, and when she was a young woman back in Los Angeles, she was trying to break into show business, and she borrowed $50 from a friend of hers to make the trip. She auditioned for the role of the cruel stepsister in Anastasia, and six months later, she got the role. And years later, she went on to do a variety of different voices that we're all know of, including Elroy Jetson on the Jetsons, Crusader Rabbit, and many other voices in 101 Dalmatians and The Secret of Nymph. Love that film. Old Don Bluth film. Check it out if you have never heard of it or seen it. That is a fantastic film as well. So we need to bow our heads in a moment of silence because one of Cinderella's stepsisters, as cruel as they are, has passed away in Lucille Bliss. Now, moving forward, let's talk about Disney Blu-rays and DVDs. And there's a variety of different ones that have gotten released in the last couple of weeks. And my daughter has been fanatically all about these. And one of them is the Tinkerbell Disney franchise. Now, everybody knows how popular Tinkerbell and the Disney fairies are. And mind you, coming up very soon here on Disney On Demand, we're going to have Vidya here on the show, so stay tuned for that as well. But the Disney Fairies franchise has continued to grow, and their newest release, Disney Fairies Secret of the Wings, it's full of fun, friendship, and fantasy. And when we spoke with Margaret Carey on our very first show, she told us that she was excited to hear that Tinkerbell was speaking, and even quoted her from the original Peter Pan book. Well, the Secret of the Wings has proven to be so popular, it has been remaining in the number one spot on DVD and Blu-ray sales for the last couple of weeks. So definitely go check it out add some christmas magic this year because hey all right it's not christmas but it's wintry and it's 
winter fairies, and you get to meet Tinkerbell's sister, Periwinkle. So it is a fantastic film. Definitely check it out. And it has beaten out other films like The Campaign, Madagascar 3, Magic Mike, and even The Avengers, maintaining that number one spot. Now also coming out on Blu-ray, if you haven't picked it up, is Brave. Now, Brave is a fantastic Disney Pixar film. I mean, I think the trailers, when it originally came out, didn't put the correct spin on it. It made it more as it's a girl finding more about herself out and things like that, but there is so much more to this story. It was a fantastic film. You heard us talk with John Ratzenberger earlier on on the Disney On Demand shows how he was just blown away by the animation of the horse in this alone. Now, the film itself is a fantastic film, and I'll leave that to Jason from The Vault to review this one a little bit more. You can also read from our D-Team bloggers at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com, as he officially wrote up a write-up and a review about Brave as well. So head over to our website, and you can read that there. But you can pick up the DVD, Blu-ray, 3D combo pack with the digital download right now as well. Now, since we are talking about Blu-rays, I'm going to keep moving forward. And if it sounds like I'm talking fast, there's a lot of things to cover. And I'm going to keep this show a little more condensed this week because I'm still on a Thanksgiving high. I have more turkey to eat, turkey leftovers, some more stuffing. And and I'm actually hanging out this week with a little bit of time with the family. So it's a little bit fun as we go out and we cut down our own Christmas tree, Clark Griswold style. So there's a lot of things I got on the plate. So I'm going to keep pushing along here and rambling away. But another Blu-ray that you can get, The Muppet Christmas Carol, the Anniversary Edition, is officially released on Blu-ray right now for the 20th anniversary of this film. Now, you can pick it up right now. It's currently in my collection, and it is a fantastic one that you do want to keep in your collection. Now, the Muppets have always had a great relationship with Disney since the days of Muppet Vision 3D at the Disney MGM Studios. And The Muppet Christmas Carol is a 1992 classic film that stars the Muppet characters and Michael Caine in a Charles Dickens adaption of A Christmas Carol. Now, this film is full of all kinds of fun songs and more, and there are two versions of this that are floating around. If you have the full frame if you do get the full frame edition you will get the extended cut however the blu-ray is the widescreen edition without that song now this film is full of warmth and fun and even though it has the muppets being zany silly and just all off the wall this is a film that is very true to the dickens adaption in the book Now, When Love is Gone is the extended song that is in the full-frame edition that is performed by the character Belle, Meredith Braun, and it was originally cut from the original 1992 theatrical release by Walt Disney Studios, who thought the scene wouldn't appeal to small children. But in later years, I do think that it adds that something extra to the film, although it does not appear in the theatrical widescreen releases of the film, but you can catch it in the extended cut full frame. Now there are a variety of special features that are on this Blu-ray edition, which is the Muppet Holiday Sing-Along, a blooper reel, Frogs, Pigs, and Humbug, a behind-the-scenes look, Christmas Around the World with Gonzo and Rizzo, audio commentary from Brian Henson himself, and Pepe's Profiles Presents Gonzo, Portrait of an Artist as Young Weirdo. There's also Muppet audio commentary with commentary from your favorite Muppets for the film with Kermit, Gonzo, Rizzo, and more and disney intermission where you can press pause and see what happens when the muppets show up on your door to sing christmas carols muppet style now this is definitely a blu-ray that you do want to add your collection it is one that will add something to every holiday that little special something that seriously it's that it's something that just adds that holiday feel for you and your children to sit down and watch and enjoy and the soundtrack itself 
is fantastic. So definitely check this one out, The Muppet Christmas Carol, 20th Anniversary Edition on Blu-ray. Now, the next topic I'm going to move into, I'm not going to talk too much about because you've probably seen it all over the web, and that's Tom Hanks in Saving Mr. Banks. Now, Saving Mr. Banks, you've heard me talk about it here on Disney On Demand a variety of different times. It is telling the story of Walt Disney pursuing the author of Mary Poppins to make it into a full featured film. And in the last couple of weeks, Tom Hanks was on location at Disneyland for two days filming his parts as Walt Disney in the theme park itself. And you can find these photos all over the web. Definitely go do a Google search. Check it out. They are fantastic. I'm not going to sit here and ramble on about it because you've already seen tweets about it. You've read about it. You've seen it everywhere. But check it out. Tom Hanks in Saving Mr. Banks. Check out all the photos from his two days at Disneyland. Now, moving into the small screen, you may have noticed that we talked about Boy Meets World a while back, and you also read about it on the Disney On Demand website about them relaunching it as a sequel series with Cory and Topanga as Girl Meets World. Well, it has been officially announced that both Cory and Topanga, yes, they are both on board with the sequel series. You heard me correctly. They both have agreed to do the sequel series. The pilot is in early developments right now as they are currently scouting for the 13-year-old Riley, the daughter of Topanga and Corey. And there also has been rumors now flying around that Corey is going to be a history teacher, much like Mr. Feeney used to be. And their 13-year-old daughter, Riley, is going to have an edgy friend named Maya. Now, this is an early stages, early development, and to me, it sounds like Disney is pushing back to what they do best, a TGI Friday lineup that they need, something that is very important, something that they do best, having great television, great sitcoms once again. You have Last Man Standing, you have Malibu Country, you have a variety of different ones right now, and they are gearing up for the new Girl Meets World. But Cory and Topanga are officially on board, and they are currently scouting for the 13-year-old Riley, the daughter. So check it out. It is going to be up very soon, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to this pilot. What do you think? Now, heading back to the parks, let's go to Pirates of the Caribbean and the Legend of Jack Sparrow opening. Now, with the new Fantasyland opening on December 6th, there's a lot to do at the Walt Disney World Resort during the holidays. And in addition, we're also seeing launches at a variety of other parks, including the all-new Test Track that is going to be opening and Pirates of the Caribbean, the Legend of Captain Jack Sparrow. Now, this currently has opened so far for soft releases. You've seen a variety of different pictures on websites and more. And the recent images were posted by the Disney Parks blog, and they show the exterior and the interior of this attraction. Now, in it, guests are going to journey deep into the eerie Lost Grotto, where a mysterious pirate skull puts them to the test to see if they have what it takes to set sail with the legendary Captain Jack Sparrow. Now, there's a lot of great websites that have covered this so far who were there for the soft openings. You might have seen it all over Stitch Kingdom as well as WDW Magic, so it is a fantastic one. Check out their write-ups about it since they are on location and will be down there for the grand opening of Fantasyland on December 6th. So we're going to check this out as well and bring you our coverage. So definitely check it out. It is something that is going to be awesome. All right, D-Head, so since I've been rambling on for quite some time here, I'm going to give you one more little thing that you may have read about, but like I said, it's been the holidays, so I might be a little behind on my news here this week, but Big Thunder Mountain is officially getting its run as a pilot TV series. That's right, Disney has been making it a habit of creating movies based off its attractions from Pirates of the Caribbean, The Haunted Mansion, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and even The Country Bears, and such things are on the way as Magic Kingdom, a reboot of The Haunted Mansion, The Jungle Cruise, and Tomorrowland. Well, we all knew that it was in development, but now it is true. ABC Studios is now officially creating a television series 
called Big Thunder Railroad. And it's going to follow the backstory of the popular Walt Disney World and Disneyland attraction. And Chris Morgan of the Fast and the Furious is going to be the supervisor and executive producer. You have Jason from Ice Age Continental Drift who is going to pen and script this series as well. And this is going to bring Disney back to television. As I was just saying, we all want to see them do. Now, I personally miss the wonderful world of Disney, and I want them to bring it back. That's why we have the group Bring Back the Wonderful World of Disney on Facebook. But it is officially getting written, and we can keep you posted on the wildest ride in the wilderness, full of earthquakes, falling rocks, and some good old Western fun, as this gets pushed further into development for Big Thunder Railroad to hit the small screen. All right, D-Heads. All right, one more thing. If you haven't had a chance, everybody's seen Wreck-It Ralph. We all love it. It's a fantastic film. I'm also going to play a little bit from Wreck-It Ralph here on the show very shortly because if it's something I love, who remembers Pac-Man Fever? Come on, who remembers it? I know you do. And Buckner and Garcia. Now, I love those guys. They did everything from Pac-Man Fever, the Donkey Kong Stomp, Frogger's Froggy Step, and many other songs from the video game era. Definitely check up their original Pac-Man Fever LP. But they did the theme song for Wreck-It Ralph, and I'm just excited to play it because I love it. And you're going to hear it here this week on the show, and I'm trying to get Buckner and Garcia here on Disney On Demand because I love it, and they really captured that classic video game era. But if you haven't had a chance, play the Wreck-It Ralph game. If you haven't had a chance to play Fix-It Felix, it is definitely fun. It is free for your iPhone, your iPad, your Droid. You can check it out in the App Store, but Fix-It Felix is definitely a fun game. It definitely reminds me of the earlier days of Donkey Kong, by far. I mean, who is with me on this? It is definitely the early stages of Donkey Kong, which many, if you remember, was the debut of Mario originally. So, love it. I mean, it it is awesome. So definitely check it out. So all of you D-heads, I've been rambling on for quite some time. We have the D-team coming up very shortly. And I'll be back with a little bit more news and a little bit more as we get closer to having the one and only, the gorgeous, the beautiful, Megan Ori from Once Upon a Time stopping in here very soon. Who's that I see walking through these woods? It's Little Red Riding Hood. And she's going to be coming our way very shortly. But right now, I'm going to give it up to the D-team, some tunes, and some fun. And I'll be right back, all VD heads. Wreck-It Ralph is a giant of a man. Nine feet tall with really big hands. Living in a stump on his very own land. Until his world went crazy He was minding his own business on the day they came They showed a piece of paper saying imminent domain They built an apartment building saying progress was to blame So he got mad and he turned bad Brick by brick he's gonna take his land back Break it, break it, round as fast as you can You know you can do it with your colossal hands So pull up it's a Felix in that building stand Turbocharged when it's applied Not just a superintendent, he's a super, super guy And everybody loves him With 
just rusty tool belt and steel-toed shoes. Nice runners believe that Felix just can't lose. So when Wicked Ralph starts to come unglued, he doesn't get mad, cause he's so rad. Brick by brick, he's gonna build it back. Fix it, fix it, Felix, as fast as you can. Use the magic hammer you got from your old man. When you aren't enjoying Disney On Demand, head on over to DizRadio.com and listen to our famous Lifetime of Disney player, where you can while away the hours reliving Disney classics from film, television, and the parks. What are you waiting for? Keep your hands and arms inside at all times and go to DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. And have a magical day. You are now invited to enjoy the world premiere of World of Color.
Hi everyone, thanks for joining us on this second installment of The Artist Corner. I'm Jamie, and in today's segment, I would like to talk about and dedicate it to the show artists for which we'll be talking about today. Now, Disney artists are found in many locations around the Walt Disney Parks and Properties. For starters, at the Walt Disney World Resort, you can find them at the downtown Disney area at the Art of Disney Store. Along with the Animation Gallery, Once Upon a Time, and Club Couture all located at the Hollywood Studios. There's an Art of Disney store located at Epcot, just past Spaceship Earth on the right-hand side. Now, at the Magic Kingdom, you can find the artist in two locations, at the Uptown Jewelers and the Main Street Cinema. Now, the marquee on the Main Street Cinema proclaims, now showing the Art of Disney. But it's not announcing the name of the film, it's announcing that it's another Art of Disney store, just like at the Epcot and the Downtown Disney, or like the Animation Gallery at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And finally, a Disney sketch artist can be located at the Art of Animation Resort just inside the lobby. There, where you can sit and observe a sketch artist at work. Now, the locations at the Disneyland Resort the artist can be found at are the Disneyana Shop on Main Street, the Disney Gallery, and off the page at Disney's California Adventure, along with the Wonderground Gallery at the downtown Disney area. I would like to introduce a part in this segment called the Disney Artist Spotlight. And in this week's Artist Spotlight goes to David Mitchell at the Disneyland Resort at the Disneyana Shop on Main Street. But I'm going to let him introduce himself to you in every role, a starring role. Hi, my name is David Mitchell, and I'm a sketch artist here at the Disneyland Resort. Welcome to Every Role, a Starring Role. My role here at the Disneyland Resort is to be a sketch artist. I have the opportunity every day to draw traditional animation style sketches of our favorite Disney characters for our guests. They can come in, select a character from over 300 different poses, more than 200 of our most popular characters. We hand draw them right here at this desk. I've actually been drawing for the company for more than 10 years. I started in 2001 out at the Walt Disney World Complex. I have a fine arts degree where I now get to use all of that classical training on traditional animation pieces. This sketch desk is located in the Disney Anna store right here on Main Street. Disney Anna is a brand new home to our sketch artists. We have not had a sketch desk in the Disneyland park prior to last year. My fellow sketch artists and I all do something just a little bit different. If it's any of the artists at the Off the Page or the Wonderground Gallery, we're all here doing those sketches in our style. The ordering process for a sketch is simple. A guest will come in, they'll leak through that portfolio, and find their favorite. They're going to give me two or three colors that they want that character sketch done in. That's the first way that we customize their work. They also get to personalize on that. Names, dates, celebrations that they want to be noted on the sketch. I have guests that come back and they will tell me, oh, just last year we had one of your sketches done for us. It was in celebration of, and I love those opportunities. In this day and age with computers and technology, I don't know a lot of artists that can be employed on a full-time basis and do traditional artwork, especially with Disney characters that are loved and adored by the public. I really love bringing some of that heritage and tradition to our guests as they visit the parks. Thanks, David. Now, at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resorts, you'll be drawn in by some of the recent releases from their artist sketch program. Image availability varies based upon the locations. Just to cover some of the artist sketch prices, one character costs $35, two characters are $65, three characters are $80, four characters are $95, five characters are $110, and six characters are $125. 
There are also new park icon sketches that are debuting at the Disneyland Gallery on Main Street USA in Disneyland that they're now offering special artist sketches themed to beloved Disney park attractions and icons to include the Haunted Mansion, the Matterhorn, Cinderella's Castle, or maybe even a Holiday Pumpkin Mickey, so check them out. Now on to some Disney art news. With the artist showcase this week features Larry Dotson. The Disneyland Resort is pleased to present the artwork for international recognized artist Larry Dotson. Larry's Oils of Disney Scenes captures the magical memories of trips to Disney parks. Larry will be on hand for a special appearance and signing for some of his newest releases November 27th through the 29th at the Disney Gallery on Main Street USA in the Disneyland Park from 12 noon to park closing each day, so make sure you go check him out. Now in next week's segment, we're going to be talking about the characteristics used to sketch the characters, talking about techniques and equipment used, and the process and what it takes to create a Disney character. Now here, just here in the past week, I've been able to share some of my Disney sketches and drawings on the DizRadio.com blog and website, so make sure to go check those out. And on behalf of myself and DizRadio.com, we'll see you real soon. Gutter rats have more manners than you just displayed. Nah, I'm so sorry, sir. Ah. I was wrong. Not a rat at all. More... More like a crocodile. (laughs) (laughs) What's your name? Crocodile. You. I remember you. Always nice to make an impression. Where are my manners? We haven't been properly introduced. Rumpelstiltskin. Or as others know me, the Dark One. I see my reputation precedes me. It does? Good. That's going to save us time during the question and answer portion of our game. What is it you want to know? How's Mila? Of course. Who? (laughs) Only too happy to uh, dig out the memory. But it gets really messy. Hey, you guys, this is Ron Paulson, better known to many of you as Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you geniuses are listening to Disney On Demand. 
Now is the time, now is the best time, now is the best time of your life. Life is a prize, live every minute, open your eyes and watch how you win it. Yesterday's memories may sparkle and gleam, tomorrow is still but a dream. Right here and now, you've got it made. The world's forward marching and you're in the parade. Now is the time, now is the best time, the time of joy or strife. There's so much to cheer for, be glad you're here for it's the best time of your life. Hi D-Heads, I'm Tony Casanova from Disney by the Number with this week's Top 5 Things You Did Not Know About the Movie Brave. Number 5. Two separate research trips were taken to Scotland by the Pixar animation team. Number 4. 101,700 total hairs were created for Merida's hair. Number 3. Five different hairstyles are worn by Merida in the movie Brave. And number two, 22 different costumes are worn by Merida. And the number one thing you did not know about the movie Brave is 11,394 storyboards were drawn for the movie Brave. Thanks, and see you next week. And more trouble. This is where the trouble is, and this is the place I belongs away from. Don't you know you can't run away from trouble? <laughs> well, I'm glad there ain't gonna be no trouble. There ain't no place that far. Well, just the same, I done made up my mind, and I ain't never coming back. Well, so long, Uncle Remus. Sure hope you know what you was doing. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. <laughs> <laughs> he left his own troubles behind, all right, but he was heading straight for a whole mess of brand new troubles. Zip de doo da, zip dee. All right, D-Heads, I'm back once again. You couldn't shut me up that fast, and I hope you're back once again with me and uh, enjoying all the different tunes, the fun, and more as we gear up for our special guest, Megan Ori, stopping in very soon here at the show. So instead of just talking your ear off with some more banter, I'm just going to jump right back into news. And and if it sounds like I'm laughing, it's because I have a five-month-old little girl here, my baby princess Emma of my four children, rolling around, talking away, and I'm trying to get her to stay quiet as we record this week's show. So... It's definitely a handful, and it keeps it fun. So if you hear a little bit of coos, cries, and who knows what in the background, that's Princess Emma trying to break into radio. So moving right along with Disney news, how about some Merry Christmas and some Mickey Christmas? Now, if you're among one of the many people going to the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party at the Magic Kingdom, there's few things that you should know to maximize your visit. Now, everybody loves the holidays at the Magic Kingdom. We're going to be there December 6th during the holidays for the Very Merry Christmas Party and many other things, and we're even kicking off 
our very merry Christmas editions here at Disney On Demand coming up. But there's a variety of things that you should know for that you should know for the holiday season. The ticket, first of all, this is a hard ticketed event for the party. That one you should note. If you're brand new to this, if you haven't heard it on any other Disney show, or if you have, I'm just going to reiterate that you need to buy your tickets in advance because it sells off very, very often. Now, also, the time. Now, the time for this is 7 p.m., but remember, you can always get there at 4 p.m., much like the not-so-scary Halloween party. You can go there and actually get in at 4 o'clock. So don't waste your park day. Don't waste the park ticket for that day. If you have a select number of park tickets, don't waste it that day. Just hold off, relax, and get into the park at 4 p.m. And the party kicks off at 7. Now there's also a variety of different things that you need to do. The touring. You need to prioritize your Magic Kingdom agenda for the party. There is tons of things to do and you don't want to get sucked into one thing. And you also have to keep your must-dos list pretty realistic. Now there's a variety of different things including character meet and greets, fireworks, the parade, the totally Tomorrowland Christmas show, celebrate the season show, the character dance parties, and cookies and cocoa. So there's a variety of different things that you do want to check out there. And if you want to find out more, including exclusive merchandise, select dining, and more, definitely check out our website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio.com. We have a full write-up from one of our D-Team bloggers who is also a touring planning guide person. So definitely check them out. They have a full write-up there that's going to help you out. Now, moving into some Disney news, back to the small screen, Pair of Kings. Now, Disney XD, I love that channel for my little boys. My two pirates at home, Disney XD is that extra flair, that extra something special for boys or anyone that likes something different for the Disney company. I'm not going to just limit it to boys because my daughter does love it too, especially the show Just Kidding. You gotta love it. A kid's prank show, it's awesome. I find myself watching it by myself at night. Come on, how many of you are with me on this? Disney XD is a great station, but there is sad news for those of you that like Pair of Kings. Disney XD has announced that it will not be renewing the series for another season. The show originally starred Hannah Montana alum Mitchell Musso as Brady and Doc Shaw as Boomer as fraternal twins raised by their aunt and uncle in Chicago until the island of King Cow representative came to their hometown and told them that they're kings that everybody has been waiting for. Now, the show has been fun. It takes place on an island with a little bit of hijinks, a little bit of brotherly love. I think the show changed dynamics once Mitchell Musso decided to leave the show, so that did change it up a little bit different. But there are great other shows that are getting renewed, including Kicking It, among others. But Pair of Kings is going to see its finale at the end of Season 3. Now, in a couple degrees of separation version of Disney news, how about ABC Family and the 25 Days of Christmas? Everybody loves the 25 Days of Christmas, all the Christmas films that they show, and everything that they have on ABC Family, including the countdown to the 25 Days of Christmas. Well, the countdown to the 25 Days of Christmas has officially been released, and there's a brand new one that is going to debut on November 22nd, Home Alone 5. Yes, also called Home Alone 5. The Holiday Heist. Now, this is the fifth film in the Home Alone franchise and the second film not to focus on the McAllister family. Now, this is going to be full of all kinds of different fun, keeping it holiday fun. I mean, it's a great franchise. I mean, even though it's not like the original, it's not like the Macaulay Culkin versions, it is fun, and I will find myself sitting down and watching it with my children because as cheesy, as corny, as made-for-TV movies are and all of these part fives, part sixes, it does take something away from the theatrical release, but... 
it does add those extra special new memories, new holiday fun that you can sit there and watch with your family because, come on, watching people fall down, watching, uh, you know, paint cans crash and who knows what, it does make your children laugh and it makes it fun. So this is going to be debuting and they also are going to have all their other staples including Holiday Handcuffs, Cupid, Eloise at Christmas Time, The Christmas List, Santa Baby, and many others. So set your DVRs because it officially has been released. Now, speaking of music, if it's one thing that we love here at Disney On Demand, it is the different things that make Disney music happen. How about the music of Carthay Circle? You may have read our whole write-up about this on the Diz Radio website at DizRadio.com, but I officially got mine in the mail over the holiday weekend, and I love it. It has awesome songs like A Dream Is A Wish Your Heart Makes, Be Our Guest, Everybody Wants To Be A Cat, Winnie the Pooh, A Whole New World, Alice in Wonderland, He's a Tramp, Can You Feel the Love Tonight If I Didn't Have You, Married Life, Someday My Prince Will Come, and You Got a Friend in Me. Now, these are all new versions that have been released for Carthay Circle at Disney's California Adventure. They're all done in that awesome 1930s jazz style, so you gotta love it. I I mean, seriously, I am playing this thing like crazy. Maybe I'll get some tunes to play here on Disney On Demand in the upcoming weeks, but I do love it. So, all of you D-heads, there's a couple of other different things of news that we do have, but you know what? I'm just gonna let it ride, because it's the holiday weekend. The last thing you want to do is hear me ramble on, and you want to get to Red. You want to get to Megan Ori, Ruby and Red from Disney's Once Upon a Time. So, you know what? I'm going to cut news here. We have a lot of fun things going, and hey, i got a five-month-old baby here who's rolling around cooing away like crazy. So next time you hear me, I'll have Megan on the line. We're going to chit-chat with her. We have some more from the D-Team, some tunes, and all kinds of holiday fun. And remember, next week we're kicking off our very merry Christmas editions here at Disney On Demand. So definitely call in your Christmas wish. Whether it's something you want, something you want to wish everybody else, call in your Christmas wish on our Magical Memories hotline. So go ahead, call it in, and you can find that number right there on our website at DizRadio.com. And stay tuned in the next couple of days as our official app is going to be hitting the stores. So all of you D-heads, I'm getting a little parched here. You might hear some rasp in my voice. But I'm going to get something to drink. We're going to have some fun. And next time you hear me, we're going to the town of Storybrook with Megan Ori from Once Upon a Time. Be right back, D-heads.
is a Walt Disney original little long playing record and I am your Disneyland story reader. I'm going to begin now to read the story of Cinderella. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when Tinkerbell rings her little bells like this. Let's begin now. Once upon a time in a faraway land there lived a lovely young girl named Cinderella. She lived with her nasty old stepmother and two ugly stepsisters who made her do all the housework and who were not nice to her at all. I knew. Her mother was one too before a hunting party killed her. I thought maybe Red didn't get it. But when she was 13, it started. I paid a wizard for that cloak. Keeps it from turning, but she doesn't wear it, and she's found some way out of the house. Why didn't you tell her? I didn't want her to have that burden. It's a terrible burden. That story you told. That was her grandfather. He marked me that night, then came back, found me, turned me. You're... 
Granny. How are you tracking her? I smell. I still have that, even though the rest of it has faded away. Gods, I was a fool to think I could keep this from her. I am a fool, and I have cost so many lives. We didn't mean to. That's the main thing. Is it? Silver tipped arrow will drop her. Lights, camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all you Disney fans, we're back once again for another magical installment of Disney Blues Disney On Demand. And with us here as we keep things full of fantasy, magic, and uh, keeping it in the storybook realm, we have none other than Red with us. You may also know her as Megan Ori. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it is our pleasure having you on. You know, we are big fans of the show as well as many of our listeners. Before we jump into Once Upon a Time right away, um, you know, you've been on a variety of different shows, television, movies, and more. I guess uh, to start it off, uh, you know, what got you started in acting? Um, well, my mom was a drama teacher, so that helped. <laughs> uh, so I started doing theater when I was about five. Uh, so I caught the, the bug pretty early, and uh, then I just sort of started doing auditions for films and started working, and the rest is history. You know, and you've been on a variety of different shows that are great shows, you know, everything from Knight Rider to Psych, and now on Once Upon a Time, which I know uh, is, of course, just, it's hitting the mark, because it is just overwhelming by how popular it was last season. Um, how was it when you were first, first approached for Once Upon a Time, and, uh, you know, playing the role, what was your take of the script, and, you know, I guess the overall basis of the show? Um, well, when I read the pilot, when it first came out, it was one of the first scripts I read that season, um, and I just loved it instantly. I totally got it and thought that it was genius and was so excited that somebody was going to take a risk and do a show like that that was so ambitious with such great characters and characters that we all know and we all love, and I was I just wanted to be part of it in any way I possibly could, and so when they came along with uh, the opportunity to play Red, I was I jumped at it. I'm pretty pretty happy I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in your character in the first season as well, um, you know, everyone is wondering what's the story, you know, what was the backstory, and then when it finally, you know, came out that, you know, Red is also the wolf, um, you know, that is just a crazy fun twist. Um, is that something that you fully embraced and just loved? Oh my gosh, when when Adam and Eddie, the creators, told me that that was what they were going to do with, with her, I was so excited because everybody kept asking me, who's the wolf? Who do you think the wolf is? And then everybody obviously thought it was Peter. And uh, it, it was not Peter. It was me. And uh, I, I, I mean, it, as an actor and as a fan, I was just so thrilled that that's the way they took it, because it's, it's such a fun idea. You know, and the role of Red, of course, you know, it, it was an evolution, because, you know, Red was a little more uh, out there, edgy, uh, trying to, you know, break the mold, and after it all came out that, uh, you know, she was the wolf, the backstory, and, you know, taking over for Granny, there was that other side now. Um, I guess when you're looking at the evolution of the character, how do you approach something like that? Um, well, I mean, I think it's really wonderful what they've done with her specifically because you know in in the first season she was uh, like you say she was edgy and dark and kind of you know crying out for attention based on her curse and and whatnot and and even before the curse was broken she sort of learned to accept herself as she was and 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 I think that that's a really wonderful thing and as an actor it's great to get to play something like that and then now as we have the the curse is broken and our fairy tale characters have memories of 
of who they actually are and, and that whole thing. It's, it, we, we get to have an entire new experience with these characters that, that we got to know last year and now it's sort of a different addition to them and I just think that it's really, really amazing to have a show that does that. I mean, and as an actress like yourself, you I mean that, like you said, it has to be very, very good to, uh, you know, it, it helps you, I guess, grow in in the role, in the part, and also it lets you, uh, you know, experience your acting chops a little bit better because now you're playing so many dimensions to one character. Yeah, I mean, it gives you a lot of opportunity to have a lot of fun and sort of explore different things, and there's so much that you can do. And I mean, the writers are so brilliant, and they give us so much to play with. But I mean, the sky is really the limit on the show. <laughs> <laughs> when the first season wrapped up, you know, and it ended up being so popular, um, is that something that caught the entire cast by surprise, or is that something that everyone kind of just knew was waiting in the horizon, that it was going to just be loved by so many fans? Um, I mean, I, I can't speak for everyone else, but I, I certainly wasn't expecting anything. I know that I loved the show, and I know that everybody that was working on it was so excited for what we were doing, and we just hoped that it would hit a chord with people, and I think the fact that people are loving it as much as they are is just, you know, it's more than anybody could ever hope for, because it's, it's, it's such a nice show to have out in the world. It's, it's got so much hope and, and love, and it's, it's just a really great show to be a part of. I mean, it's the kind of show that actually, you know, it breaks away and does what you want television to do, and it lets you leave reality for a little bit without always being dark or dramatic or scary or depressing. It's it's an, a very uplifting show about finding who you really are, and it, it definitely does something a little bit different that I think television needs nowadays. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, it's it's and it you know it definitely has its dark and scary moments, which I think is cool. But it's ultimately the the the, the message and the theme of the show is very very positive and I think that and it's so creative and it lets your imagination sort of go and it takes you away back to a time when we were kids and we you know watched fairy tales and read them and and I just think that that's one maybe one of the reasons why it sort of speaks to you all ages because everybody has a fairy tale that they loved when they were young at some point in their life usually (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Definitely. I mean, everybody has something, you know, I know for my children, it's, you know, Captain Hook and things like that. So it, it's always fun. And now when it comes to season two, uh, of course, now Red is really getting, uh, you know, she's getting her leggings now as part of the, uh, I like to call it the Scooby gang. You know, she's in there now with everybody and uh, is always part of the part of the crowd now, you know, a staple in the show. Um, I guess, how does that feel having such a, a major role now? And of course, you know, Red has some pivotal moments coming up as well in the show. Yes, I mean, I, I, I really, I really love what they're doing with, uh, with her character this year and sort of how she kind of helps weave everybody together a little bit and, and, uh, uh, Sunday's is a little bit more of her backstory from where we left off last year and after Red Handed and after she finds out that she's the wolf and she's killed Peter and her, she runs off with snow and, you know, I was wondering what was, what had happened after that moment as well, so, I was really excited to sort of see what what they did with that and what what her story ended up being after that happened and how she dealt with it and everything like that. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited to see what the fans think of it. Now, when it comes to uh, I guess playing when it comes to playing Red and items like that as well, is there any one moment um, throughout either season um, that has just been your absolute favorite for you know working with her with her story or even just interacting with the other cast and crew behind the scenes? Um, it seems like everybody really loves each other. Everybody really works well together, and hopefully that reigns true behind the scenes as well. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny because a, a lot of shows that have such a huge ensemble cast, you know, there's 
there's always drama or something, but we all get along really well, and and I, we have a lot of fun together, and and uh, you know it's 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 always it's always fun when there's when we're all getting to work together, you know, like in the in the premiere the season premiere when everybody is sort of together in, in the streets of Storybrooke, and you know it's 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 a really fun group of people. I, I really loved. Um, Last year, the scenes with uh, with Jennifer and Red in in um, Fairy Tale Land in episode uh, fifteen and in Red Handed when they're when they're in their bedroom and talking girl talk. I think that I, that's one of my favorite scenes. I thought it was really fun, and we had fun shooting it. Now, when it comes to shooting the film too, or the show at least in the series, it uh, I have noticed, you know, working in you know film and stuff as well. It, it seems very cold when you guys are working. Yet, uh, you know, the outfits uh, definitely aren't suiting to that. Um, does that make the days kind of long and brutal sometimes? Because I've noticed that a couple times. I'm like, wow, it looks really cold there. It, it's true. Well, particularly when we wrapped last year, we wrapped in. Uh, what was it, the end of March or beginning of April, and we were outside in Storybrooke, and then we started filming, and it was, for some reason, I guess it was the summer, but it was really, really hot, and it was really cold when we had finished, so we were all wearing coats, and everybody was boiling hot when we started filming again, and I had been wearing, uh, like, this little fur shrug and it was really cute and everyone's like you're gonna freeze you're gonna freeze your arms are bare and I'm like no 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 it's fine it's fine it's fine and so then when we started filming the premiere I was the only one that wasn't dying of heat in my big coat <laughs> <laughs> now uh um, working of course uh you know with the filming and, and having all the fun things for season two um it is getting a lot of fan power and of course red has her own following i mean you know on twitter facebook everywhere um i guess when it comes to you know having that kind of fan following um is that something that uh i'm I, 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 of course you're going to embrace it but uh is it something that just is something fun and unique and just seeing how people are relating to your character as well and becoming a fan of that character yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit surreal to me because we're so, like, sort of isolated up here in our filming, and then you go on online. I don't read a ton of this stuff, but I do have my Twitter, and, and so it's really nice to sort of be able to interact with the fans and see what they're excited about and, and get to talk to them. And uh, and it's sort, of, it's sort of nice to sort of see what other people's experience is because I have... I'm also a fan of the show, and so I have my own experience, but it's really nice to sort of see what everybody else is loving and getting getting excited for and stuff, so it's really fun. Now, um, you know, as you said, as you're a fan of the show, uh, when it comes to all the other characters of Storybrooke and doing all the, I guess, uh, interacting with everybody, is there any other character on the show or, you know, fantasy or living in the real time or whatnot that is your absolute character as a fan of the show? Not necessarily a friend, you know, that you're working with filming or things like that, but when it comes to the other characters found within Once Upon a Time, is there one just character that you really love watching when you're watching back at the, you know, when it airs on, on uh, ABC? Oh, I'm, uh, I don't even know if I could pick it. It's like picking my favorite shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I just, I think, I think everybody is just brilliant. Like, I, I love watching the stuff between Regina and Gold is always very exciting and the stuff with Snow and Emma is so interesting this year with their relationship as their mother and daughter and they're the same age and charming and, and Henry and I mean everyone is just 
everybody brings, I think, something really special to the show. And then now we have Touch Tuck and Belle and Juan and Sleeping Beauty. And it's just, I mean, I, I just... I, I like everybody. I can't pick. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a safe answer, too. So, you know, if anybody else is listening, you can say, all right, she likes everybody. It's good. <laughs> My political move. <laughs> With season two, um, you know, there is a lot more left to it as well, and it's being well-received. And is there anything you can clue us into that without giving anything away? Because I, uh, I know how that works, where you can't give us too much. But is there anything that we should, we should be looking forward to, um, you know, throughout the entire season or uh, anything like that? Um, well, I can tell you that as crazy as the show has been this season so far, it's going to get crazier. So you don't want to miss a single episode because you want to keep, keep on track with what's going on. Uh, I've heard that there's some pretty interesting new characters that are going to be joining us. Um, I think that there there's going to be some interesting things that happen between Hook and Emma in the in the romance world, which I'm curious to see myself. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think I think uh, I think you have to keep watching it. It's, nobody wants a real spoiler. I think people think they want spoilers, but they don't really. Right. You know, it's more exciting when you're watching it, uh, sitting back and catching it for that first time. Yeah, because I mean. In, in the in the last episode, what the heck was in the box that August showed Neil? Yes, it's do you remember a, that? Yes, I do. It I was. don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, do I know what that is? I don't know what that is. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, my wife is a very big fan of the show, so trust me, it's uh, one of those things where uh, it is on the DVR, it is watched a few times back in case she missed something. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's, there's always more to find, too. That's what's really cool. Right. Uh, you know, going back and watching season one, uh, you know, we watched the entire season one over again before season two started, and you catch so much more the second time around that you just, I mean, little things, I mean, background characters, or even when it comes to the architecture and the, you know, the wallpaper choices inside of grannies and things like that just everything is so relative that it, it makes so much more it's sense true. nothing is accidental nothing is accidental well you know we don't want to keep you too long we know you have a lot of things in the works and everybody wants to find out more about red which is coming up on sunday um so everybody can tune in for that we'll link to that on our website but if anybody wants to find out more about you or anything else where can they find you online and do you have any final i guess uh, either red's words of wisdoms or anything from megan um well, uh, my, my Twitter is Megan R. Ori, which stands for Ruth. Everybody asks me what the R is for, if it's for red, but my middle name is Ruth, so that's why it's the R. Um, and, uh, hmm, red words of wisdom. Uh, beware grannies with big teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess if, if, if uh, all right, other than Red, is there any Megan words of wisdom that you'd like to leave with all the listeners and all the fans who just, uh, you know, keep writing in and, you know, keep asking us to get you on, which now we have. So is there anything you'd like to leave for oh, them? Oh, well, awesome. Uh, well, thank you for watching Once Upon a Time and being a fan of Red and Ruby. And uh, I really, really hope you like Sunday's episode and uh, let me know what you think. Well, thank you once again. It was our pleasure having you on. And, you know, I'm sure we're going to be seeing you a lot more than once upon a time. I know there's going to be a lot of other things. Um, you know, your career list constantly keeps growing with appearances and shows and whatnot. And now with as popular as once upon a time is, I'm sure it's not going to be long before we start seeing you all over film and TV and, uh, you know, just start. Oh, there's there's Megan again. Oh, there's Megan again. So I know it's a matter of time. Well, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you once again. Have a great day.
Ruby! Ruby, wake up. Hey. Where am I? What happened? We're in the forest. You must have fallen asleep here last night. Oh, I, I don't understand. You put me in that cage. You locked me up. The freezer was torn to shreds when I came to check in on you this morning. Ruby? Huh? Ruby, it's all right. No, it's not. I don't remember anything from last night. This, this is exactly what I was afraid of. Oh, my God. Did I do something last night? Ruby, all we know for sure is that you broke out and ran through the woods. There's no reason to assume the worst. Sheriff. Yeah. Okay, I'll be right there. What is it? Somebody left their car double parked in front of the cannery. I gotta go check it out on our way back into town. Hey, relax. Everything's gonna be okay. You are now a part of our happy, happy family. With wonderful, brave characters. And terrifying villainy. Though all of us, your princesses, have happily agreed upon the welcoming of Princess Leia Organa of Alderaan. Well, thanks, you guys. But I don't really know how to be a Disney princess. We'll teach you. A princess must be kind. A princess must be sweet. With elegance refined, you must refuse to ever eat. Yes, watch how much you weigh. That way you will stay small in every way. Till you're old and gray. A princess must be good. She must know right from wrong. She does the things she should. Of course she does the limb song. Singing is the key. Do take it from me. Make sure you're in key. Let your voice be free. Tinkerbell, I'm Periwinkle. Together with 
could see your world. They disregarded the danger and crossed the border. The balance of the seasons has been thrown off. Soon all of Pixie Hollow will be as cold as the winter woods. What are you doing? Trying to save the Pixie Dust Tree! Disney's Secret of the Wings. Everybody, this is Stacy of Must Do Disney and VeoBuzzWeekly.com, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. It rocks! Oh. My siestas are getting shorter and shorter. Required voice identification. EC82. Confirmed. Hey, gang, it's Jason again. Welcome back to the vault. I'm glad that you can join us. Now that you've gotten all your Halloween candy out of the way and you're ready to push forward to the new holidays coming forward, it's time to sit back and enjoy those crisp fall days. And what a great way to do so by watching a movie. So come on in, let's join the vault and find out what's going on. I was very pleased to find out that Megan Orry from Once Upon a Time was going to join us here on Disney On Demand. What a great new segment to bring forth from the vault. Normally, we would go out about and bring some new DVDs, Blu-rays, and other fine features from the vault forward so that you could find out what's going on in your Disney collection. However, ever since Disney acquired ABC, it's now been a little bit of a television kind of venue where we can go back and remember the days of the wonderful world of Disney and other fine Disney specials that they used to do. However, we haven't gotten there yet, and we see a few things on the Disney Channel, but because of ABC and their affiliation with Disney, it is great to bring out something that has just come out on Blu-ray that would be great to sit down and enjoy with the entire family if you haven't enjoyed it already during prime time. I'm bringing out The Vault's first Blu-ray release of Once Upon a Time, the series, as we discuss Season 1 of this fine Disney classic. Where Once Upon a Time may not be branded as a true Disney series, but it is an ABC series, we'll discover very many Easter eggs that come across that are truly Disney delights. Not familiar with Once Upon a Time? Well, shame on you. You should be watching this every Sunday night. But if you're not, sit back. We'll discuss season one and the joys of owning it on Blu-ray and the reasons why you should be continuing on to Season 2 today. Let's crack open the book and welcome you to Storybrook, Maine, an area in which seems normal right now, however, not exactly what it seems under the dust jacket of the book. The series opens up with our introduction to Emma Swan. At the time, she is a Bales Bond woman in New York. On her 28th birthday, she goes home, celebrates it alone, and wishes for one thing. We're not certain what it is. That wish is quickly answered by the knock on the door by a young man named Henry. Young man being so that this ten-year-old claims to be her son. Not only does Henry believe that she is his mother, but she is also the daughter of Snow White and Prince Charming. What? These people are real? Well, in our minds, or at least us D-heads, we truly believe that Disney is everywhere. And it's true seen throughout this entire season. Not completely convinced, Emma takes Henry back to Storybrooke, where he lives, and she meets up with Regina, Henry's adopted mother. 
Something still doesn't seem right, but neither does anything really in Storybrooke. Henry tries to convince Emma that everything is not what it seems to be in Storybrooke, and that everyone in Storybrooke are characters within his book. Snow White, Prince Charming, the Evil Queen, and the infamous Rumpelstiltskin. As we go on through the first season, it is told through backstory of each of these characters. Snow White, or Mary Margaret, is the teacher within the area. Prince Charming, Prince Charming, played by Josh Dallas, was also seen in another Disney Marvel film, namely Thor. Unfortunately, we will not see him in the sequel because he has far more commitments to be portrayed here as Prince Charming in Once Upon a Time. We also get to meet our dear friend Megan Ory as Red. Red, do you think? Who could that be? Why, Red Riding Hood, of course, along with her grandmother and their wonderful backstory. You think you know everything about Red Riding Hood? Sit down and enjoy Red's specific episode within the episodes here on the season. We even get to enjoy the backstory behind the Seven Dwarfs, Pinocchio, Jiminy Cricket, and all the other fine Disney classics, or even storybook classics, that go throughout the series. Finally realizing what needs to be done, and through the help of Henry, Regina's plan does go astray and causes harm to Henry. It is then that Emma realizes that there is truth to Henry's story, and through that she was truly the prophecy to end the curse. Believe it or not, this series was a captivating 22 episodes. That's pretty hefty. Normally 21 episodes is a series in television standards, but 22 episodes to a series that at the beginning ABC wasn't certain if it was going to hold true. But it was through that wonderful fairy tale telling and the beautiful cinematography and the use of effects that I believe really brought this series forward. When all is said and done, I have to say that this, this series alone, season one especially, gets a four ears. That's really high for a first season. It was very captivating, it was extremely unique in its storytelling abilities, and to understand the fact that in season one, you had to understand each character. And I believe that the story writers had that opportunity to tell new adaptations of these wonderful characters. We D-heads all grew up with the fact of knowing who Snow White is, who Prince Charming was. We even got to see glimpses of Cinderella, Maleficent, Rumpelstiltskin, even to the fact that there was a brand new telling of Belle within this, and small glimpses of other heroines like Alice, which we didn't get to see, which I believe yet, but we got to at least see the Mad Hatter. Again, giving this four years for a first season, that's very impressive. Now there are some drawbacks when it comes to the first season. I think there were a lot of aspects in which could have gone further in one area than another. Getting used to the idea of a flashback versus a real-world story kind of got disparaging, but as you watched the show, you came to expect it and you got to see how the real world and the fantasy world all basically became one road, and I think that's what drew everyone together. We D-heads kind of all gathered around this series because you got to see many of the Easter eggs that are filled throughout this entire story. My favorite has always been when going to Mr. Gold's store within Storybrooke. There was the classic Mickey Mouse phone on the lower shelf every episode. I haven't seen it in season two, but I've al I always look forward to going into his shop to see if there's anything new. 
Season 2 offers some great new aspects into the story, as well as some other great Disney ties. I don't want to give too much away, because I want to make sure that everyone gets a chance to start watching the second season. So as you can tell, I have some, a lot of high praise for this program, and I hope that with at least a little bit of help can bring this story forward. It's a classic good versus evil story from many different characters. You have the good versus evil between Emma and Regina. You have it between Snow and Regina. You now have it with Regina and her mother. You have it throughout every aspect of this program, even in the fact that Regina is fighting her own demons. And I think that's what makes it such a great Disney ABC program. It's something that you don't see. It's something that's unique and something that you can bring to the entire family so you can all sit down and enjoy it. It's a great way to start a week or end a week. And with this being a five disc set, wonderful way to bring in the, the winter months because you can sit in and watch an hour episode every day with the family or with yourself. Enjoy every bit about it. As I've said, this is a five disc set and of course, majority of it is, is carried through with the 22 episodes. However, the great special feature that comes exclusive to the Blu-ray is the travel through the centuries. It's the origin stories of Once Upon a Time. So you can understand about each character and each fairy tale that these characters come from. If you're not familiar with some of these, shame on you. But if you aren't, it's a great way to be caught up. And again, this is a great primer to go forward to season two. Going back to Megan's segment within this entire program, I think Red is one of the unique characters. She's very much a peripheral character, but yet she holds a very strong bond. It's one of these things that you don't think about when you think of the Disney princesses or the Disney characters that mingle within the, the areas. We always had an, an idea that the Disney princesses and princes and all the Disney characters all mingled together because we always see them in the Magic Kingdom. But here we are in this, shall I say, a Magic Kingdom that everyone gets to mingle together. Red is a very unique character. She's feisty. Again, I'm not giving too much away. You need to watch her episode. Um, her The new take on which Red Riding Hood is portrayed gives you a whole unique look at the story between Granny, the wolf, and Red. Congratulations, Megan. You have put a new mark on Red Riding Hood and the Disney princesses and heroines. I commend you, and I look forward to seeing some great work ahead. So again, four ears to this wonderful series. Go ahead. If you can't purchase the entire DVD or Blu-ray set, Fear not, you can start streaming it on Netflix, so enjoy every bit that you can. Or if you don't have Netflix, I know many cable companies are now allowing for their on-demand services. So you can capture it at any time. I would suggest it. You won't be steered incorrectly, and I think you're going to find someone to love within this series. Well, the curtain's coming down and the popcorn's empty, so that it only means one thing. It's time to say goodbye to all my company. And I hope you join us once again for The Vault as we bring out another fine Disney classic, or a new classic in this instance. I really believe that Once Upon a Time is going to be one of those series that we're going to remember 10, 15, even 20 years from now, and thinking what a wonderful advancement in storytelling that ABC and Disney has done for us again. So, once again, I look forward to seeing you next week as we delve deeper into The Vault 
And I can tell you, in the next coming weeks, we're going to be getting into some great classics that you will be pleasantly surprised to see. And let me tell you, I'm pleasantly pleased to bring to you. So until then, remember, the magic of Disney movies is always inside of you. Cooper, and their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kurt. Right down that piece. Hi, here's an exclusive sneak peek of Once Upon a Time on Blu-ray and DVD. Um, uh, can I help you? Are you Emma Swan? Yeah, who are you? My name's Henry. There was something funny that we didn't even really think about until I had a conversation with Jennifer Morrison after we had shot the pilot, where she pointed out to us that Emma, the daughter of Snow White and Prince Charming, was in some ways we were creating our own fairy tale character. If you believe him about the curse, then you must believe him about our child. She will be the savior. How do you create a modern day fairy tale that has been birthed from these uh, legendary fairy tales. I think it was always sort of uh, about the journey Emma was going to have with Henry and what it meant for someone who'd been very emotionally closed off for a very long time to suddenly have to um, face having feelings and emotions that she hadn't dealt with before. I'm no savior. But you're right about one thing. I did want you to have your best chance. From a psychological standpoint, fairy tales are about self-discovery, which I think is part of what people are connecting to in this material and why people have connected to fairy tales from seemingly from the beginning of time. What happened to your family? What happened is I'm a difficult man to love. I think one of the themes is love and that all the characters are looking for it. You know, love can be Henry. He wants the love of, of his parents who, you know, put him up for adoption. And it's Regina who wants love from her son. Or it's David who wants love from Mary Margaret. And I think that quest is really important in these stories. Everything you love, everything all of you love, will be taken from you forever. Their pain is, is something we can all relate to. Their joy is something we can relate to. Their happiness is something we can relate to. Finding true love, losing a true love. <laughs> love is where that hope comes from. In our show, very literally, it's the love of Charming and Snow that made Emma, who is the embodiment of hope. There's still that little flicker of hope in her that, that wants to believe uh, in the fairy tale and, and that there could be a happy ending in reality. The idea of a happy ending is a very powerful thing. Abigail, what happened to you? You were trapped, but now you're free. I think living in a world without hope would be pretty, uh, pretty bleak indeed. So you wanna be a hero, kid? Well, whoop-dee-doo. I have been around the block before with blockheads just like you. Each and every one a disappointment, pain, ache, for which there ain't no ointment. So much for excuses, though a kid is Zeus's, asking me to jump into the fray. My answer is two words. Okay. Oh, oh, you win. Oh, God. Given a hope that someone would come along, 
A fella who'd ring the bell for once, not the gong. The kind who wins trophies, won't settle for low fees, at least semi-pro fees. But no, I get the greenhorn. I've been out to pasture pound my ambition gone. Content to spend lazy days and to graze my lawn. But you need an advisor, a sater but wiser. A good merchandiser, and whoa! There goes my ulcer! I'm down to one last hope, and I hope it's you. No kid, you're not exactly a dream come true. I trained enough turkeys who never came true. You're my one last hope, so you'll have to do. Ended up a mockery. Don't believe the stories that you read on all the crockery. To be a true hero kid is a dying art. Like painting a masterpiece, it's a work of heart. It takes more than sinew, comes down to what's in you. You have to continue to grow. Now that's more like it. One last shot and my last high note Before that blasted underworld gets my goat My dreams are on you, kid Go make them come true Climb that uphill slope Keep pushing that envelope You're my one last hope and kid It's all to you I'm going to Disney World. Yes, you can too with Diz on Demand on Live365.com. Enjoy our virtual Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and more as you enjoy the parks once more in order from start to finish. Full attractions, parades, loops, and more. So, say it with me, I'm going to Disney World with Diz on Demand on Live365.com. All right, all of you D-heads, so I hope you enjoyed this week's show as we're one step away from kicking off the official Very Merry Christmas editions here at Disney On Demand. I want to thank everybody once again for making this show extra magical once again and the beautiful, the gorgeous Megan Ori, Red and Ruby, from Once Upon a Time for stopping in once again, talking with us. It is a fantastic show. We love it. Find her on Twitter. Find her on all the social networks and more. 
and pay attention to what's going to happen with Red and the rest of the team on Disney's Once Upon a Time on Sundays. We'd also like to thank the D-Team once again of Jason, Tony, and Jamie for stopping in with their signature segments. If they didn't bring this little extra magic, this little extra something to all of you D-Heads, you'd have to listen to me ramble on for the entire show. So thank you once again, and remember you can interact with all the D-Team and all the D-Heads on our official website at DizRadio.com. Just go to the D-Team page. Now, I know you're wondering, who are we going to kick off for the holiday season here at Disney On Demand? And I'll let you know very soon, very shortly, because we have an extra special guest stopping in next week here at the show as we kick off our very merry Christmas editions here at Disney On Demand. But before I do that, I want to give you all the different ways that you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit us on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. Our fullest of archives, new blogs, news feed, our Twitter feeds, our social interactions, the D-Team, and more. You can even submit news and listen to our Lifetime of Disney player with over 300-plus TV specials, parades, movies, and more that you can listen to right there on the homepage. And that's right there at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. Now, you can also find us on all the social media networks and outlets, including Twitter at Twitter.com slash Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. At Facebook.com at Facebook.com slash Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. And you can also like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can also find us all over AOL Instant Messenger and Skype at Disney Blue. And you can also leave a shout-out on our Magical Memories hotline, where you might even hear yourself here on the show. That way you can sit there, leave some comments, some feedbacks, maybe just a shout-out to your friends and family, maybe your favorite Disney memory, and hear yourself here on the show. And you can find all these links, phone numbers, and more on the official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. And be sure to stay tuned in the next couple of days as we have our official iPhone app, Android app, hitting the market very soon, absolutely free. And now you can take all of this on the go on your mobile device. So all of you D-heads, we are one week away from kicking off our very Merry Christmas editions here at the show. So before we go ahead and let you know who's here this week, I just want to say thank you once again. From the bottom of my heart, it is because of you that we're able to come to you every single week here at Disney On Demand. I apologize once again for the little bit of a lull, but we felt it was very important for you to spend time with your friends and family over the Thanksgiving holidays instead of pushing out another show. Family always comes first, and as Walt Disney always said, never neglect family for business. And that reigns true, even for myself. So all of you D-heads, next week, we're kicking off our very merry Christmas editions, and go back to your childhood, go back to growing up, go back to Nick at Night reruns, and you may remember a little old family from Full House. Yes, Full House, the dysfunctional yet fun, quirky family that we've all seen with Uncle Jesse, Joey, everybody that you know and love from the show. And who can forget the middle child, Stephanie Tanner. And with us here next week, we have none other than Jody Sweden stopping in here on the show. That's right, Jody Sweden, who played Stephanie Tanner on Full House, is going to be stopping in and talking about the show, reminiscing about it, and passing down the show to her children and just what exactly happened to Mr. Bear. So sit back, enjoy the holiday season, and until show 27, have a magical week. Talk to you later, D-Heads. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only... 
only illusions And rainbows have nothing to hide So we've been told and some choose to believe it I know they're wrong, wait and see Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection The lovers, the dreamers, and me Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.